Welcome to the Enneagram and Christianity Podcast with your hosts, lead pastors Claire and Scott Lorridge from Crossroads Church and Ministries in Marshall, Michigan. In this Advent 2020 season, we're asking the question, how will you unwrap the gift of Christ in you this Advent season? We hope that you'll join us December 1st through December 25th as this podcast will create space for you to unwrap the gifts of Christ's presence for every Enneagram personality style. So dive in, let's take a listen, and let's unwrap the gift of Christ. Here's Claire and Scott. Welcome, my friend, Matthew Blossom. Hi, Claire. It's nice to be with you. You know, we've been together for almost 30 years now. We have. I'm like a bad penny. I just keep showing up. You can't get rid of me no matter what you do. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Don't don't want you to stop. Keep coming. You know, keep coming. Um, you know, there is this gift today that while we're in this Advent season that feels like um, we've never been in a slower Advent season in our lives. <laughs> you know? That during this pandemic crisis, this um, political Mm. grief, this um, unwillingness to uh, be patient with one another that shows up in conversation and media and uh, at work and where we worship, all the places, right? Right, right. I I feel like we need Advent more now than ever. So we've been in this series um, called The Gift of Jesus and Practicing the Presence of Christ. And the presence of Christ uh, in patience. And, you know, um, the patience of Christ in a time where we would like to just get over it, get beyond it finish the job for heaven's sake, you know, whatever we have to learn in this moment, can we learn it quickly and go on? I I do think about um, uh, Sharan and this beautiful poem that is trust in the slow work of God. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability and that it may take a very long time. Yeah. And so I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on. As though you could be today, what time, that is to say, grace and circumstances acting on your will, your own goodwill, will make of you tomorrow. Only God could say what this new spirit gradually forming within you will be. 
Give our Lord the benefit of believing that his hand is leading you. And accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. Yeah, and and it reminds me of you, my friend, as a five, because I have had to trust in the slow work of God through you, you know, and the ways even serving on our pastoral staff and and the ways that you um, take your time to, you know, to bring answers to us uh, as you discern um, next steps for, you know, for us as a team, for us as a church. I have learned uh, from you this kind of patient, slow work of God. And I wonder if you could tell us two things today, Matthew Blossom, uh, pastor, uh, former medical lab uh, person, um, you know, one who builds and constructs beautifully uh, in people's homes. Um, one who roasts coffee with intention. Uh, tell us how Christ has been patient with you. You know, I have to, I have to really start with that um, passage from Chardin. Uh, because as you were reading that, I was thinking of the, the scripture about um, uh, the potter's hand right? That we're like clay in the potter's hand. And we don't know what he is shaping and forming us into. But if we can pay attention to that work, that the, I, I, I've often uh, wanted to uh, be a, a potter and turn on a, on the, you know, turn pottery on the, on the, the table, you know, and, and shape a bowl. I love watching the skilled hands of someone shape that clay and make it into something that is, is beautiful. And then that's only one part of it, right? Then it has to be fired and glazed. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so many steps to that process. And so as you were reading that, I was just thinking, you know, therein, lies a certain amount of patience. Like if we can just wait for God to shape our selves, our environment, the space and time that we're in, if we can just notice the nuances of what he's doing with the clay, um, maybe we would appreciate the process a little bit more. I mean, that's what I was thinking as you yes, were. Yes, yes. And and let me ask you, how is God shaping you right now? What circumstances is God using to shape you and and recreate patience and create again patience? Sure. So the, the, the environmental situation that we're in with the COVID, um, that just creates a whole level of dynamics for all of us right but certainly uh i'm not immune to any of that so there's a lot of things there but on top of that um 
I experienced just personally some great loss um, recently with the passing of my mother. And then two and a half weeks later, my brother, uh, who's closest in age to me, passed away um, very tragically um, and suddenly. And those, um, those events, while... While my mother lived a very full life, it's still my mother, right? Right. Um, while she lived a very full life and I was anticipating that her passing would be coming soon, it's still my mother. And then um, uh, now I'm trying to help my dad deal with his loss of his wife of 67 years. And entering into a, a phase of dementia that he's not used to dealing with. So, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics here. So, um, where I, what I'm really seeing, if I can answer your question this way, um, I am seeing God be present with me in all of this stuff. And I am very slow and deliberate in taking steps and taking actions, trying to understand feelings, uh, which are, are interesting for a five to do anyway. Um, because, you know, we like things that we can read and answers we can get on a calculator and, you know, laws of physics and science and all those kind of things make a ton of sense and feelings don't make a ton of sense. And so it's easier to push those things away and not, not embrace them. But I'm finding, um, I'm, I'm trying to notice those things mm. in me and make space for them. Uh, and a quick example, uh, the, the other day I was going you to don't see- have to be quick. I'll be patient. Well, <laughs> I'll trust in the slow work of Matt <laughs> and God. <laughs> I I uh, went to I was going to see my dad the other day uh, and spend some time with him again, just to try to help him navigate this part of his life, which is very difficult mm -hmm. for him, as you might expect. Um, it was cold outside, so I went to the closet and I grabbed a coat. And I just reached in and grabbed a coat because my, all my coats are like in one little section of the closet. So I just grabbed a coat. And as I grabbed it, I realized it was my brother's coat who had just recently passed away. Um, my sister-in-law really wanted me to have this coat of his. And, and it's a lovely coat. It's not a coat that I would have chosen for myself. Like if I was in the store, I wouldn't have been necessarily attracted to that coat. But I wanted to honor her request that I take the coat of my brothers. And my brother and I were very close. I like the coat. It fits great. You know, all of that sort of stuff. But I grabbed it and I thought, do I, do I want to wear this coat? Do I want to? deal with the feelings that are associated with this coat all day today while I'm going up to be with my dad and deal with all of those kind of emotional 
issues as well. But I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to wear it. And I'm going to notice if there are things that come up in me. And I, I, I felt an invitation, I guess, is the way to phrase it, to just wear the coat. Don't worry about the feelings or anything else. Just let all that stuff happen. And, you know, I was reminded of my brother and his life and how that life is impacting me even now. All day, I was reminded that my dad and I went in and out of his house several times. So I had to grab my coat several times. And every time I put it on, I thought, oh, here's, here's a noticing. Here's something I need to pay attention to. So in this, in this time where I don't, I don't always know how to feel in this time where there's so many things encroaching around us, so many things and people almost demanding that we feel a certain way. Um, uh, I, God's been patient with me and giving me opportunities to be real with him, with, you know, with God and that relationship. And I'm, I'm looking for him more fervently probably now than I have in a long time because he is that stability. It's like I'm this ball of clay and I'm seeing it get shaped and I'm, I'm noticing, I'm trying to notice what the uh, master is doing with it on the table. So, um, that, I, you, that, you know, there's just so much there that is, um, God, the presence of God, your being willing to be present with your own heart your willingness to be present with the presence of your brother, um, actually even, you know, covering you. Right. Uh, and, right. and I, you know, I want to just even, um, as we're closing our time together, because you really answered both question one and question two in that beautiful story, that not only God's presence with you being patient, but also you being patient with yourself and trusting in the slow work of God. And, you know, we could talk about all the ways that, you know, we've seen you be patient with putting together, you know, so many different things in your life, whether you were looking under a microscope um, and discovering how, you know, science worked as a, as a, um, a lab person, a person in the lab, or as a person that is, Uh, that made a grandfather clock with your son and the patience that that took or the intentional roasting of your beautiful coffee that we all love so very much or that you have remained patient um, with a faith community uh, for three decades where you've served and loved and, and built um, not just physically, but, but relationally. And I I feel as though the invitation here is for all of us um, that will read the poem one more time. 
and will receive this grace of God as um, trusting in the slow work, being patient with all and realizing that that kind of patience then enlivens not only the intellect, but the emotional center and allows us to live in a, a body instinct um, that says, I'm going to wear the coat. I'm going to experience the coat. And, you know, I even think about, and we won't talk this time about your mother, but I know that your mother was the presence of God for you in female form and that there was so much beauty in her life, so much that she taught you um, more in the feminine form of God, uh, like the Holy Spirit and the beauty of the Holy Spirit in her art and in her forgiveness and in her graciousness toward uh, life and all life handed her. Um, and I just want to close this time um, with this practice and let folks know that we'll put your links underneath on how they might get in touch with you through, uh, through intentional roasting or um, through intentional uh, craftsmanship as an artisan and a carpenter. Um, I just would like to um, close with this and and say, you are a beautiful presence of Christ in our midst. And uh, how much we love what, what God has revealed through God's own self in you, through your brother, through your mother, through the ways that you've been open and willing and available to open up all three centers of intelligence, Matthew. Um, your brilliant intellect, your, your precious and, and open-heartedness and your willingness to be present. So we'll just pray, and I'm going to close this time even um, with these final words from Chardin. And so I, for all of you um, who are listening, and uh, we just invite you even to um, stay with this poem whenever you have the time to, and place yourself in a position where you can receive the words as God's own invitation to you to be present to your own heart, to be present to your own pain, to be present to your own concerns, to be present to your own desire for God and for God's work in the world. Yes. Above all, trust in the slow work of God we are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability and that it may take a very long time. And so I think it is with you, with us. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on as though you could be today what time that is to say, grace and circumstances acting on your own goodwill will make of you tomorrow. Only God could say what this new spirit gradually forming within you will be. Give our Lord the benefit of believing 
that God's hand is leading you. And accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. Thanks so much for joining with us today on the Enneagram in Christianity podcast. We would love to connect with you as you wait for Christ to be revealed and offer spiritual practices to stay present to Christ's presence within you this Advent season. You can check out Scott and Claire's Enneagram website by going to scottandclairelorage.org. That's S-C-O-T-T-A-N-D-C-L-A-R-E-L-O-U-G-H-R-I-G-E dot org. And when you go there, you can check out the blog and the vlog and all things Enneagram. And of course, you can go to ccmonline.org. We hope that you'll be able to join us each and every day through the season of Advent as we give thanks for the faithfulness of Christ. Hope to see you soon.